Hi, everyone. Welcome back to TVI. Hi. Um, it's episode 125. We've reached the quarter of uh, 500, <laughs> the big one. The big one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is that a, I don't know if that's a big uh, number, but um, we're joined by Maria Shahata, a very funny comedian. Um, we discuss loads of stuff. Uh, we talk about a condition she's got that I'd never heard of. Um, so you're going to learn some stuff. Uh, we talk about her album recording on the 30th of August at the Bill Murray. You can go to that. Um, the details are on the Bill Murray or the Angel Comedies website. And uh, and what else did we discuss? Cars. Cars. Yeah. America. <laughs> um, Extinction Rebellion. Extinction Rebellion. Yeah. It's a, it's a good one. It's a smorgasbord of ideas. Roads. Roads. Um, so enjoy. Not selling it. Yeah, we're, that I mean, was fun. Don't really need to sell it. No one's going to tap out from the intro, are they? Oh yeah. Do you know what they could do? Imagine I'm somebody was already just went. Roads, mate. Somebody heard these these subjects and went, Nah, actually, I'm going to skip this one. <laughs> I'm good, actually. Yeah. Um, thanks to all our patrons. Patreon.com forward slash We Are TVI. Um, they got a sneak peek of the studio we recorded in last week that we're going to be doing from it, uh, sh- um, recordings in from September. It's all happening. That's it, isn't it? It's all go, mate. It's all go at TVI Towers. Um, So, right, enjoy us chatting to Maria, and um, we'll speak to you soon. Have a great day, guys. (laughs) 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 Recording in progress. Welcome back, everyone, to TVI. Just a little faint sound there was Julian having a pump of his asthma inhaler just as we begin. <laughs> episode 125, the episode where Julian dies of I an asthma to, attack. I need to get a vape that's also got Ventolin in it. Vape. I don't know if that would work. What have You could just get an inhaler with, with um, nicotine in it. Yeah. That's a great idea. I know, but, I should invent that. But surely just... they would counteract we'll introduce our guest first maria shahata <laughs> is here with us dr uh, maria, dr. maria. Sh- i couldn't <laughs> wait <laughs> she's a she's a vape specialist we've got on for this episode um to discuss some uh, some invention ideas surely if you had um the what's it called the drug that's in those inhalers heroin oh normal ones um <laughs> Ventolin. Ventolin. Surely yeah. if you had that plus a nicotine vape juice in one thing, they would counteract each other. Yin and yang, man. I don't know. This nicotine doesn't really constrict. Yes, it does. Yes, it, that's I don't what, know what it does. It does. It's, an, it's a stimulant, <laughs> isn't it? So yeah. I, don't, I don't know how it all works. But None of Ventolin's a terrifying name for the drug inside inhalers. It's, it sounds like ventilator. It which does, is what yes. you get on right before you die. So yeah. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's, um, what have you, have you, do you smoke, vape? vape or I do any? vape. Oh, you do vape. Official you smoke roll-ups. You used to, didn't you? I used to, and I, I remember. Quit. Now I... I remember poncing a few of you. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. All oh, right. <laughs> <When did> you... <laughs> <laughs> no, I do too. Yeah, she's yeah, still got yeah. the ledger of how many you had. Um, there's a shop there, Julian. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. And I'm like, no, I don't smoke. <laughs> That's <laughs> the funniest. When you become yours. a non-smoker, because I smoked for years, but I also, I think I was always quite generous with my cigarettes, so I. I think, you know, it was almost like um, I was getting my dues when I gave up and then went through that period of time where you're sort of still having the odd social cigarette. If it was, if I was with mates, they would be very happy to just chuck me one. But 
you know, sort of. They want to pull you back into it. Well, there's some people that give up smoking and then they don't really give up. What they do is they continue socially smoking, but they just never buy cigarettes again and they become just ponces. Yeah, that's infuriating. Don't bring me into it. So, anyway, how, how long have you given up smoke since you gave up smoking? It's been, I don't know, I think four months. How's it going? So I, I think it's good. I, you know, you kind of want to see effects immediately. This happened when I stopped drinking too. It's just like, I wanted to see, like, I just wanted my skin to glow and like just lose a bunch of weight. And then, you know, I just wanted to have bright eyes. And I, they're, my eyes are fine, but like, yeah. I, you want like, you want immediate results that you see right away that makes it all worth it. But yeah. I feel exactly the same. You look like you've got good skin. <laughs> yeah, thanks. That's, I mean, that's camera nice and like skin. I have lights on me. <laughs> you had a, you had a really, professional really makeup done pre podcast to make a lamp shade. Side step how how creepy that was. I was like, th- thank you. Um, yeah, it was. You know, <laughs> nice. It's got, it's, yeah, complimenting somebody on their skin is inherently. Carl's got good skin as well, though. I've haven't you? Nice. You do. I've got, I've got. Do you know what? Very I milky, nice. Yeah, it's skin. very pale. Very, it's very thin. Like very thin it. skin. Not in the sense of taking offence, but like. I uh, I just you know I think it's Irish wafer thin skin. That's why it burns so quick. Yeah, it looks alright. Sensitive. It's definitely got better it since I started clean your, shaving. It matches your shirt. Yeah, like I'm your skin. For, for, for <laughs> listeners, I'm wearing. He's got a snake skin pale. shirt on. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a paisley shirt. I'm just topless. <laughs> um, I yeah, I'm wearing a pastel pink jumper today. That's a it's quite a bold look. I reckon sometimes I go out with my daughter. I take her out on my own a lot because my wife works during the days, a lot of days from, she's works from home. So I just, me and Twyla go out for a sort of Go to walk, the bookies. Go to the park, park. You know, I've actually taken her to a pub beer garden and had a couple of pints, but that's that's not a problem. Uh, <laughs> but uh, often I do think I look like a gay dad and that's not because of stereotypes, but. It's the mustache. Because you're sucking it's dicks just... in beer gardens. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> No, but I just, I think I um, often do, I, I think I act sometimes like quite a gay dad. Like, if you talk to me, you know, I'm not there banging on about my wife. I keep, I keep everything, I'm uh, private. Indoors. I'm sort of, so I think, I think my cagey language sometimes when I talk to people out and about in parks would make them think I'm sort of a secret gay dad who doesn't want to say do it in get, case they get their um, homophobes. Do you get picked up by other dads? Well, no, there's very rarely other dads, actually. It's still, you know, not to get into the sort of gender stereotypes, but you go down a p- playground in a daytime, you know, at the minute it's a bit more common. It's best scrunt, isn't it? <laughs> it is literally wall-to-wall women with their kids. Do you know what it is? And round here, where I live, like, I live in the sort of rough end of a night. Yeah, there's a, the nice areas that way. If I go to the parks outside of town, everyone there is a nanny looking after kids. Like oh, you wow. chat to them, they've all got like, yeah, it's they're looking after this. They're all sort of, um, they're like Indian or Indonesian or Thai, and like they're just, they're all looking after rich people's kids all day, which is fucking. Do you ever depressing. just stick yours with a pack and just go and get pissed? Chuck <laughs> <laughs> them 20 quid, can you have her for half an hour? <laughs> yeah, just really, really got to go and get some coke. <laughs> but it's, it's a real like, posh people when you go on don't raise trips. their own kids, do they? But I don't know if you know about sort of it's because they're the working English, and grinding and paying for oh, like the but, holiday yeah, if home if they're rich enough they're not working or at least one of them aren't oh yeah but even then they just ship them off to boarding school it's like there's something yeah. about rich english people they do not want to raise their kids it's fucking i, I don't rude. blame them i don't why? even know why you have them they're really do you know what, what sort of school say? did you do maria what sort of school 
Sorry, I just interrupted. I, no, it's that's fine. okay. It's not, it was, it's finally never done that before. Have I? Another... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, this podcast is over. <laughs> I just what? did the regular school. I say regular. public school, but I think that means something different here. Yeah, it, weirdly, say... it means private school here, but I don't yeah. know why we call it public I, school. It's so that confuses it. Every other country does it the right way around, and we just say it weird. Yeah, yeah, it's irritating. Um, but where did you grow up? <laughs> Ohio. Ohio. And uh, what is that like? Is that a state <laughs> or a city? It's in Indiana, isn't it? It's Ohio a state. In... It's not. You guys are the best. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. English people's knowledge. Of you know what? I took a one no, percent gamble at Indiana. Hang on. Hang on. We just... don't know anything about Europe. So exactly. I was going. I was about to say Europe. Where's that? I, I was. You know. I don't. I reckon English people's knowledge of American states is slightly. We don't know anything about Americans. outside the M25. I, I would agree with that. I like. I would love to just give you a map to see how much you got, and like a random American person the same map and see and just compare. Oh, if you go so Ohio. If yeah. you gave an, so I was about to say, if you gave an American person a map of England and just sort of said what's any, I, I would say they wouldn't even get where London is. But you know, anything outside of London, they ain't going to know. They don't like. I don't think yeah. a lot of Americans realise there are there are regional accents in the UK. They don't. I was just going to say that, like the northern, the difference between northern and southern accents are just, just not there. They don't care. Like if um, <laughs> what like on Fraser, what Daphne, she's supposed yes. to have a Manchester accent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know what you call it, but yeah, we we didn't know. We were just like, yeah, English, British. But then isn't British. there's an episode where her British. brother shows up and he's got uh-huh. a London accent, and it's never mentioned. It's just no, they're just we English people. Nobody would even bring it up. Nobody the casting director just absolutely like, was like not giving a shit about didn't that. Didn't give part. a shit. No, mate, no one cares. You sound yeah, you sound different, and it's cool. Um, what about because I, I always assume that a lot of Americans think of English people. They, they almost like if they think of English men as Hugh Grant and Hugh Grant alone. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you did go to America and speak so, the way you we, do, I think you get a lot up, of attention. You reckon? We have brasses yeah, in the car. Yeah, absolutely. What? <laughs> you have what in the car? He got done for that. He got done. What was got, the um, prostitution? Divine name? Brown. Divine Brown. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, that's what we're talking about. I think Julian was referencing Man he down. went to America and acted like Hugh Grant. <laughs> that's what he would do. Curb um, crawling. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So, how long have you been in this country? What was, when did years. you first move here? And what's was it? You just came here for comedy. You thought this is the place to do it, or you just wanted to came here for something else? What was the I'd, actual I'd, starting point? I'd, I'd visited a few times for comedy, but like I, I came because I was engaged to somebody. Ah, oh, yes, ah, yeah. a previous guest of ours. Um, yeah, and. That, that went poorly. A friend of yes. the podcast, I should say, not just a previous <laughs> guest. Yeah, he's just listening, going, "What the what, what, what the fuck is this previous guest stuff?" Um, previous acquaintance. <laughs> uh, no, he, um, so and so then, what happened? What so happened what made you stay when that? that? Well, no, it's not to get into the breakup, but let's, let's say, unpack what, that. What, <laughs> what made you that's stay? Because a- that's a big thing. Like, why? You know, sometimes if you move somewhere for for love and it doesn't work out nor you'd think the first um, thing would be like, oh, i'll just go home but actually you thought no i like it here. no i stayed because of shame you saw my because I, had, <laughs> I, had, <laughs> I told i told everybody off in la before i left i <laughs> i just went around just like with my middle fingers yeah, up going fuck you, fuck guys. you i'm out <laughs> and, to the um, home country it's not the home then, country for most americans <laughs> the old world <laughs> i'm halfway to Egypt, the motherland country yeah uh, and then, so yeah, I stayed because it was too embarrassing to go back. 
<laughs> you know, it's a good reason. It's just a strong emotion. That way you wrote on it? the visa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say as, shame. I think the English are probably the best at shame in the world. That would probably get oh, you yeah. a visa quicker than if you actually applied through the normal. Oh, we we understand. I feel shame. It's a horrible emotion. <laughs> it's a shame. lifetime. Visa. I feel shame doing this job. Just... It's a British passport. I think you just passed. <laughs> it's um, um yeah. It's I mean, and have you have you always lived in London since you got here? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, yeah, North um, London too. Yeah. So I'm not even moving around. Like South London, I considered once, and then I went there, and it's very far. Where did you go in South London? <laughs> yeah, South London is much more sprawling than like you know, in terms of getting between the parts of it. Like I'm in Northwest London, and I can get to Northeast London in 25 minutes on the overground. But if I'm yeah. at my parents well, that's in because you're in North London. London. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, if I'm in Southwest London, if I'm at my parents in Tootin. And I want to go to Blackheath. That's about a four-hour journey. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? right. It's yeah. impossible. It's, it's weird when things are right and next to each other. That's why you don't come around. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Brooklyn and Queens are the same way. To get between Brooklyn and Queens, you have to go into Manhattan and then get back into three the times. Yeah. Yeah, you get stabbed a few times. Do a few stabbings yourself. Yeah. So there's no. What if you're? Is that on public transport? If you're driving, can you do it differently? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But nobody yeah. drives. No, exactly. But um, that's what I find. Yeah, I always found because I'm from South London, and I always never, th I never thought I'd live north of the river. And now I live north of the river. I don't imagine I'd ever go back south. It's it's great. I like it. I haven't really like lived anywhere else in London, but I'm just going to go ahead and say North London's the best. Yeah, it's um. Some sorry, of us beg to differ, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you um, you have to drive but a lot. That's South why you East drive London till I die. <laughs> Soon, that was a London thing. <laughs> Till I die, I'm just gonna stab wounds. <laughs> There's an extinction rebellion outside my yard, all with loads of um tents and stuff. So what? Uh, why have they chosen Blackheath? Like, Blackheath I don't know. It's to, just a nice place for them to sit for a camping their, trip. <laughs> they're cooking their hot dogs. Because I that. get with I get when extinction rebellion block up a you know a sort of they're not blocking a, anything they're just kind of set up maybe they're just having an awareness with the flags and stuff okay all right i'll allow, I'll allow this <laughs> do you know what i mean because i sort of i like i don't mind it well i know people get upset but you know when they like blockade trains and shit and you know like stop a road junction and people go lose their minds I, at least they're that's the attention they they want to get they want it to you know you've got to can't make an omelette about yeah i do see like say. people getting the hump with them like, i, get, I totally understand why people are upset with them and... but i'm saying it's a it's a i get what they're trying to do there but when you just see them just camped up on black eve you're like you're yeah, just fucking camping they're just having now. a little festival <laughs> someone yeah. playing a guitar yeah especially black eve is still very um you know the, the actual heath hasn't really been touched for a long time it's not like that's a problem, is it? They're still fucking I don't know why they're there. I, I, got, I, might go, I, I was thinking of going over there and doing some videos, like chatting to them and that, but I don't know if they're like... Why don't you? Um, I think that would be really great. I'd love to see that. I think they'll, they'll assume you're taking the I was going to like do it. I was thinking of what's the worst thing for the environment. I could go over there and like, you know, like... Just, just start spreading the odour. <laughs> <laughs> just dump some rubbish over there on them. Go over there and put a big fridge in the middle of them. But um, it's it is a hard one. It's I again. I, I'm sort of. I think I'm in my mind. I agree with them, 
but then you look around at your lifestyle and you're like but i ain't living that you know i'm not living <laughs> in accordance with my mm. what i morally think about the environment it's almost but it is impossible to in a because they're trying to get the government to change not us are they they're like no that's yeah that's just correct. causing a fuss so the government hear about them i guess yeah a- awareness but the government ain't gonna change i know it's go horrible, up to the but... government's place in it stand outside there <laughs> Just go say that to them and film yourself and see how that goes. What's your um, where do you stand on the environment, Maria? Um, well, I do my part. I stop drinking almond milk and um Is almond milk bad for a <laughs> Almond milk is uh one of the most water intensive non dairy milks. So it's got a yeah. lot of water in it. Yeah. Well, no, it's a no. The actual farming <laughs> of almonds is very and, water. But intensive. isn't the world? We got a bit of water, haven't we? Not well. Not I've really. I've seen a globe intensive. before. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it's blue. I mean, it's a good theory. I don't. Do you know what? I don't know enough about it to disagree with that. But that is. I'm, I, I know mean, how can there be a wrong. shortage of water? Someone's bullshitting. It's water. I think there's. You know, there's a difference between just the sea and the water we you use can boil for irrigation. It it, you can boil it, and it's good to go. Boil the ocean, and you think that's not going to be a problem? is it <laughs> not like not like all at once um Just i mean i'm pretty sure environmental scientists are trying to solve the water shortage problem and have done forever and maybe the answer's so simple they've not looked at it <laughs> it just feels like obvious doesn't it yeah it, too obvious. i mean i don't i don't i don't know the reason why that isn't right but i'm pretty sure it isn't um so you gave up do you what's your so you, were you were you drinking a lot of almond milk are you a non-dairy drinker yeah, I mean, but just because I I like oat milk, I I, I, I milk is but good. It's, I don't do good. anything specifically for the environment. I just take a look at what I already do and go, oh, that also helps. Like I don't drive anymore. There you oh, yeah. go. That's you know, good. Uh, I eat beef. Did, was that a decision because of the environment? Um, well, because you no, lost your license for being shit faced. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drive anymore, guys. <laughs> Since <laughs> that hit and run, I had to hide the car. It's extremely illegal for me to drive. Since mowing down all them people on London Bridge <laughs> shouting, oh, I'm just going straight, straight through that um, Extinction Rebellion protest. <laughs> In a transit van. <laughs> um, yeah, it's because uh, it's, uh, I got rid of my car. I bet I sent my, you know, and it's, I don't drive, but I do also have access to, you know, I've got a zip car thing that I use now and again. Oh, I have that. I'm terrified to use it. I don't, Why? I've never really driven over here. Why are you terrified to use a zip car? It's because fully driving comp. here scares Because oh. we're on the left side yeah, of the road. You could still die. Oh, you could die, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's my, that's the difference in our thinking is I was thinking, I, you know, I could just mash I'll up the car. I ain't got to pay nothing, mate. Uh, my, my own I safety. Could, uh, I could spin it over. I ain't paying for it. <laughs> there's no, like, there's no place to, to practice driving that's safe enough, I think. As the car park, mate. Old school. It is yeah. um, driving in the UK. Yeah, you got to get there. Especially oh, yeah. London is. Yeah, my wife's Australian, and in Melbourne the roads are so wide. And you go to America, like yeah. the roads are so wide. Driving. I when we were in LA the other year, like hired a car for the whole time, and it's so easy to drive in LA. Like I know yeah, obviously there's a the traffic issue on the freeways and stuff, but you know it you is have plenty of room. You can literally drive like they do in the films. That's probably why they do it in films because you can do that, and because yeah. you could literally do that, and you don't leave your side of the road. <laughs> Whereas here, like my wife, when she first started, like came over here and first drove down a road where there wasn't room for two carts, so you yeah. have to pull over. It's built for like through. one horse, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but horses trucks. and carriages are big, so I don't understand why the roads are so small. Still. I don't understand it either. Like that it's, main they were tunnel was over built their carriage for horses, back in the day. It? Yeah, 
Sorry, what are you saying, Julian? Blackwall no. Tunnel was built for like a horse and cart, wasn't it? Right, and now it's just full of 90s. just angry drivers beeping at each other. Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah, the roads do not make sense in London at all. Like, you should never, you should never have to pull over to let a car come the other way. That's why Extinction Rebellion yeah. should focus on widening roads. <laughs> to create more, <laughs> so more cars can use them. More cars, yeah. Though the electric cars are becoming popular, aren't they? Like, they're growing massively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're really good cars now, the hybrids. Have so you been in one? That's going to help. Um, yeah. Have you been in one of the full electric ones where it's like, like, like there's no Uber. engine sound, really? I know. You almost got killed by a bus because it's just silent. Yeah. You look around, there's a bus uh. there. <laughs> <laughs> you have a quiet thing. You could hear birds singing and uh, like dis- sounds in the distance. You look around, a bus is coming at you. Yeah, yeah. Because my first two years in England was just, I would just look be looking the wrong way. And so then I looked oh, over shit. and I'm like, ah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm surprised more that. Americans don't die here. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm also just surprised general, that. they are dying a lot <laughs> yeah um it's um yeah I got in I got a lift in an electric car Stephen Grant comedian has a full electric um, what car, car is it it's like a BMW and it is so full quiet. electric and, how do you uh, charge like, it he um just... apple charger yeah i was thinking <laughs> can i hook it up to my computer just yeah, plug it anyone... into its own usb you walk into a dressing room anyone got a bmw charger i just forgot one <laughs> <laughs> I, um, but it's I don't, I don't really understand the because obviously it must use up quite a lot of electricity do you know what i mean it's, it's a yeah. lot cheaper than petrol, though, it's isn't it? It's a lot cheaper than petrol, but yeah, like, you've got to... You've got to wait seven hours next to it, though. <laughs> go and buy a Ginster sausage roll. Yeah, like, how does it work? I don't understand how long it takes to charge it up. Because obviously they've got Four limited... Four hours average. They're some getting longer, aren't they? They're, some of them are getting longer distances. So originally, like, up, up to a couple of years ago, you could only get about 200 miles out of it. So if you were a Londoner, you weren't going anywhere outside of London, really, and back. It's good only... for little journeys and stuff, full electric, kids yeah. to school, shopping. So like with comedians, say, who do longer distances, as yet, it doesn't feel like the that we're catered for. And also, we yeah, can't afford you... to buy a Tesla. So, <laughs> If you hook your iPod up to iPod? Wow, phone. iPod. Yeah, that's an age <laughs> uh, signifier there. What's The happened? olden days. <laughs> your iPod and your cigarette lighter that'll all take from the charge oh yeah you can't plug your phone in your car just runs out of battery yeah exactly (laughs) what's more important getting home or checking insta yeah it's um i guess you know i don't i i I would like to see a time when it's everywhere but you know you can't expect also it's it's expensive isn't it you can't expect people to just you know some people like still driving around the old banger they've driven for 20 years you know saying to them yes sorry you've got to get rid of that and buy a Twenty-five thousand pound um, e-car. E- you know what I mean? It's it's a bit yeah. sort of. I liked having. I had an old beat-up car in LA. I liked that better because you can just you don't have to care so much. About Absolutely, it. I and know. Uh, I just remembered because it was a manual and I'd never really driven a manual before and just like all the issues I had with it. And I came out of my house once and I thought somebody had stolen it because it wasn't there. And then. I like contacted the police and they called all the tow companies and then it had been towed and they were like, you were parked in the middle of the street. I was like, no, I wasn't. I was parked on the side (laughs) of the road and they showed me a picture and um, my car was in the middle of the road (laughs) because I'd forgotten to put the emergency brake up and it had just rolled out into the middle of the road. (laughs) But, but yeah, you could just beat it up. Well, that's it. You don't like, I, I used to, 
You know, and just sort of in one of them bits that go into one lane or from two lanes on like a, just a normal London road where you come off the lights and it goes into one lane. You know, I used to love having a shit car because like if you were next to somebody who's got a proper swanky Mercedes or something, I would just be like, bruh, 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 I'm not moving, mate. Yeah, <laughs> one, yeah, yeah. one of our cars is worth money and the other one ain't worth shit. I remember driving a banger like just a runabout and a car, hit, I was in a bit of a rush and a car hit me. And they pulled over to stop. And I'm like, no, 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 don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care. <laughs> and they're like, what? Like, they yeah, pulled literally. over to, oh, they were going, sorry. And they stopped and I just carried on. Yeah, the phone it was like I did a hit and company. run, but the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, literally doing any of the admin to sort of get it fixed is would cost more than the car itself. Yeah. That's when it becomes fun, when your car lose, it gets to the point of being worth so little that the moment anything goes wrong, you just scrap it. It's like, this is, it's literally, there's no point me ever fixing this again. I yeah, had, a, yeah. I had a, 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 what was it? A Peugeot 306 and it was like a turbo and it was red and it was quality. But it was one of them cars where I, by the time I bought it, it was like on its last 5,000 miles. And I just drove it until it blew up on the motorway. And I was just like, got just it towed. Just get out and get your thumb out. <laughs> just left it. it is still, I still drive past Megabus. it every couple of months. <laughs> just its old shell. Uh, yeah, no, you'll but... just make up old. You'll just make up your own parking spaces with a shitty car. And just oh, kind yeah, of run yeah, over yeah. other cars. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, you don't care if it gets nicked. You just leave the doors unlocked. Mm-hmm. Like so. Yeah, I used to love the <laughs> the freedom of having a shit car. I used to have an old mini, and it had a smash window. Just that's just what it had. Yeah. <laughs> it had a smash window for about three months. <laughs> yeah it's um i love it yeah anyway but that's all right and it's also i mean this is none of us are in financial position to do this but you know rich people proper rich people always say you should never own a car they say right never buy anything that depreciates value that much you know so that's that's what i'm looking on leasing how do they get around they lease them they lease it yeah better yeah a friend of mine we went um we we played golf together uh, about a year ago and he showed up in a tesla and like, and I was like, I know he's he's does all right for himself, you know what I mean? He's got a bit of money, but like, he, it turns out he was just he just rented it for a couple of months. Just thought it have a couple of months in the Tesla. There's companies you just get them for for a few months, and like, it's you just then do back that. to the 1992 oh, Corsa saw, after that, though, isn't it? I saw a comedian driving a Tesla, and I was like racking my brain to figure out what kind of gigs you would have to do to be able to buy that thing. I mean, they're yeah, about yeah. sixty grand entry level ones, aren't they? So yeah. you could get um, a lease one for about five six hundred pound a month maybe yeah so if you want to if you wanted that's, a fun couple of months yeah, yeah but if Five, you wanted to have a f- couple of months of just seeing that's what's cocaine <laughs> but you can just yeah <laughs> that's my coke habit <laughs> but like uh, that's my yeah, masseuse so you... money <laughs> oh. <laughs> i didn't know you could just rent for a couple of months that would mm. be fun there's loads of my companies that do it now posted a picture in la and was like she was like do you know you could just rent someone's pool and it was like this beautiful huge pool and it had fountains water fountains really? and stuff we well, gotta go around their yeah. house though get their kids yeah, out but- <laughs> this is my hour <laughs> at their pool party take their just toys. doing a few lengths for an hour <laughs> well how is it like an app is it like an uber type thing where you just Probably. go on and go low like local swimming pools God, I wouldn't doubt it. I didn't ask, but I wouldn't doubt it if it was just like, I just need a pull from this time to this time. Fuck. Yeah. People are just renting out everything now, isn't it? Everything's just available yeah. to get yeah. short look. Yeah, I'm going to have to go in 20 minutes. Someone's renting my laptop. So just <laughs> Someone's renting your bedroom for an hour. Someone's yeah. renting my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. They want to read of... a book for an hour in the library. 
<laughs> but it's like that's, it's the gig economy, isn't it? We have created this world where everyone's just like, this, you know, the old old way of you just get a job when you come out of school and then you do that until you die. It's just that gone. seems oh. almost crazy. Actually, yeah. it seems intense to do that. I don't think anybody wants to work that or work at all anymore. And so people are just trying to figure out how to like create content. Well, this is it, yeah. And, but if we're all creating content, then who's watching it? Who's watching? It? That <laughs> just is a good eat. question. Like it so is. the world's going to turn into one big open mic. We're just watching each other and waiting to create yeah. our own. Like, but do you not think there is a, like, it felt like it hit the middle ground and now we've gone for too far the other way. Like, I just sort of sometimes now have romantic dreams about what it'd be like to have a proper job and yes. just kick back until retirement with a, with a full pension and, like, things that you're like, fuck, that, like, as much as that sounds boring as shit to, like, in, compared to the lifestyles we have, it also, like just doesn't feel like every day is like a sort of right what are we doing today what am i doing you know you're always you're yeah always, you know with comedy you have a it. structure and a routine security, yeah. security i missed a that paycheck. a little bit from my old office job that i left about 10 years ago <laughs> i miss it a little bit even the commute a little bit with your earphones in listening yeah. to things you just got your coffee in the morning you just got a routine five days I, a week I the did, weekends yeah. are better as well yeah you're free at the weekends did you ever I do did. normal jobs yeah, I worked in an office for a couple of years, and it was it was soul destroying. Here or in an no in, in the state in New York. Yeah, and um, you know, I have to it, work I in mean, an like, office in New York. That it was really like cool. Lovely. It was it was like right by Fifth Avenue. Like we had a view of the park and yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So that part was cool, and like I got to, I just would sit down and just get on MySpace right away, which is how long ago it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um. I know when I had to do any work, I was really annoyed, but like I left it to get a job waiting tables, which was really hard. Phys physically, it was a really hard job, but I just like not having the same fucking day over and over and yeah, over again, yeah. being able to talk to new people and meeting new people and stuff. Um, you know, so like, it's just, I can't, I like that rut. I can't get into again as much as I kind of miss routine. I do like routine. And the older I get, the more I realize how I like to like know what's going to happen from day to day. Um, I just can't do the office thing. Well, that's it. I mean, it's. I'm I, I realise that I'm purely romanticising a lifestyle that yeah. I hated so much. I did it for, what, probably six or seven years. I had a proper job before comedy. And what I. What were you doing? I was doing accounts for a media company for the last two and a half, three of it. And, you know, it was decent money and it was like, and not everyone was cool in the office. What but made I just, you get into that then? A good good maths and stuff at school I just yeah i sort of blagged it really after i dropped out i tried uni i dropped out of uni and then that's the only thing i'd on my sort of so my my qualifications i had decent gcse's what were you doing at uni English, film production then I why did you drop out you just just didn't like it i didn't like the people i just realized i didn't want to be in education anymore and then uh just sort of blagged a job and like doing accounts for a little company and then just carried on doing that for years I tried but, loads of different colleges and that. I did like painting and decorating, plumbing, plastering, computers. I did about I did a, probably about five different colleges. And now I got, I got thrown out degree. of two of them. I got expelled from two. Which two? The IT one. Um, I was sixteen. I set off a fire extinguisher. And oh. the the painting and decorating one, which was in Deptford, I smoked a spliff in the hallway. Uh, no, like painted the wrong come house. On. <laughs> and the guy just. I saw. Did you do you know a comedian um, who lives in New York called Graham Kay? 
Graham K, yeah. He did a very funny routine on, um, I don't know which late night show it is, but about paint. He, he was a painter and like, he painted the wrong house. Him and his, him and his <laughs> boss painted, they got there to paint the extern, external bit of a house. And he tells the story and it's a brilliant stand-up story where he, um, yeah, they paint the house and then it's the wrong house. So literally yeah. the people were going to come home from work that night and their house is a different colour. <laughs> <laughs> everyone them, che- everyone right? should check it out. It's on his Instagram and Twitter. He's, Graham is um, very, very funny. I love him. Funny, I, was a, I went to yeah. John Hastings' wedding with, and I met him there. And we hung out all day. It was great fun. Yeah, um, he's a very good. We should, we should get him on the podcast. Julian. You should he's get a, him on. He's a nice man. He's he was one of our funniest podcast guests. He's so funny. He's very good. Um, so what? Tell us about your podcast. <laughs> no, let's just talk about Graham the whole time. No. <laughs> uh, Graham. This is how this podcast works: is every we hear a key word and go, "That's where we go next." Put your podcast. My podcast what? is called Two Non Doctors. So me and Liz Mealy, she's a comedian out of New York. I know. Uh, I've we've met been... Liz. I think she lived here for a while. No, she didn't, but she visits a okay, lot. Okay, she visits. I might have met her in Edinburgh, actually. <laughs> so that she lived here. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No, she, yeah. <laughs> she's, um, yeah, she's in South London. So, like. I think uh, I met we... her once at Top Secret. <laughs> you might have, yeah, yeah. She gigs here a lot. Yeah. Anyway, so we. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you should know Proceed. Julian will interrupt everything said at every point. That's all right. <laughs> so two non-doctors. That's it, yeah. Um, so we've been friends for 15 years or so, and, uh, we just give each other bad, like medical advice. We just come to each other with those problems all the time. And so we just, we were over, um, right before lockdown happened, she was visiting London and like everything was starting to close down. So she went back to New York. Um, and, uh, we just were like, we should start a podcast because we knew that was going to be our last chance to do any sort of performing for a long time. And, uh, yeah. And so, so we just because we talk about health all the fucking time so we just decided to start it and what was the when you say health like do you mean personal health or the health issues in the in the, like news-based sort of health our personally it started with personal and then we just ran out of things to talk about yeah, ourselves yeah, yeah. but like mental health uh physical health and um, spiritual spiritual health and then and then we just started talking about other people's health <laughs> I'm just, right. just outing everybody about their health. <laughs> it is. You... I think he's put on weight, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. It is one of them things where it's, it is much more common for people to talk. Like in terms of nowadays, I think people are more comfortable to just openly talking about their health. Like I used to, my parents' generation, they would never have known anything because we can all Google shit about symptoms now. We're yeah, all any guys. minor thing you get in it, you can't, you cannot help just go like, well, it turns out I've got. <laughs> sort of yeah. some, I've got a degenerative disease exactly and especially over live. lockdown yeah, because yeah, like yeah. you know all the doctors were really busy with COVID so like we were just diagnosing each other quality <laughs> yeah. um, what's, have you ever had a have you ever had a, a, a self-diagnosis that you just jumped to the worst conclusion so, and it turns out it was absolutely fine oh all the time uh, <laughs> is it based is this podcast That's based awesome. out of you being a hypochondriac a little bit it's almost like i feel like hypochondriacs would be offended because they were like you're not really a hypochondriac but like it is a little bit like i just that's like um, people that have ocd that get annoyed when somebody goes i'm a bit ocd because they put their yes. they alphabetize their books it's like i'm not they're not saying they've got they're not a serious competing condition. with you no, yeah they're literally yeah. just using it as a slight people I know it's, want a label don't they and they get they, they want to be people that. Are very protective of their yeah. labels as well like they're not but somebody jokingly sort of saying that they're slightly um over the top uh but, but organizing I do it's get a bit it, ocd like, isn't the i have problem. misophonia which is like i have oh, like I've got that as well like we yeah, have we spoken about, about this, this yeah 
Uh, do you know what it is, Carl? No, no idea. So, like, there are trigger sounds that like send us into like an abnormal reaction to like everyday sounds. So, like, uh, like yours is like crisp packets, gum. isn't it? Yeah. No. So oh. if I were chewing, <laughs> yours is like interruptions, isn't it? That... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yours is just the voice of Julian D. <laughs> yeah. Yours is my yes. nasally tones. <laughs> oh man, yeah. sorry. So if I hear somebody chewing gum, gum. I'll like I'll go yeah, chewing gum, whistling, and then like hair twirling, and like yeah, thank you. And what is it? Uh, it's sorry, it visceral... I shouldn't even joke like that because when... it's irritating, and it mine's like biting nails or someone tapping. And when you, but like, what's the response? Is it like a visceral? Oh, it's disgust and rage. Right. Okay. My chest so tightens. Yeah, it just—it's like all-consuming. I want to like irrational rage and like like be violent. Yeah. And um, and then what's funny is like so many people have it. So like you have no idea, and you could just be going along chewing gum on the tube, and someone wants to kick your head in. Yeah. yeah Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> and you just have no idea. But we're we're um. Uh, we're all inwardly, in, inwardly violent. Um, but I'm just surprised there are no, there aren't more like instances of violence because of misophonia. But then there might have been. It's just people didn't know it was caused by misophonia. Yeah, yeah. But it's almost the opposite of ASMR type things where people get a sort of yes, sex, sexual. I feel like it's on the same. Yes, I think it's on the same spectrum. And I think if you do have misophonia, you can respond that way too. It's still an extreme. It's yeah. still sort of an abnormal reaction to. ASMR is um, quite nice, isn't it? But that's the point. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's sort of people that have certain noises make them feel tingly and weird. But it's proper like yeah. ASMR. Like Joe Lysett's got it, hasn't he? So if he hears like the sound of somebody folding towels, like he literally goes like tingly. I so. had a I had a French tutor when I was younger, and like I just her voice just like soothed me. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it wasn't sexual, but I was yeah. just really relaxed hearing it. Yeah, yeah. But then surely that, then, I mean, there is, boy, that, sure. that might fall in the normal range of just soothing sounds. Like, you know, I listen to meditation music and it sort of naturally soothes. Like, there are certain things I think are in a normal range. It's, it's the ones that fall no, out No, but like tingly soothe. Tingly soothe. I get that from music. other people's voices, I'm just like, you know, I can't, ugh. Uh, you get yeah, it from music, yeah. really? I'm trying it. to talk so much that he just doesn't get in, in there. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But that thing of feeling like anger and uh, that's a fascinating thing. Like, cause yeah. Yeah. It's just, cause it's irrational, isn't it? That's the whole point of these things. They are sort of, they totally catch you off guard and it's just, you yeah. cannot control your emotions. That's why I have noise canceling headphones. It's why like, I, I'll have to either leave a room. I'll get on the tube and I scan it for anyone chewing gum first. It's like the first thing I do to make really? sure I don't sit next to it. I can't, can't look at it. Have you thought about maybe um, like getting some outside help with it or it's manageable or? Oh, like... yeah, actually. Um, I, have, I know like, someone that went to a therapist for it. I have applied for psychotherapy um, to discuss that and just therapy. Yeah. You um, walk in there just sitting there chewing gum. So what's the problem? <laughs> and this is exposure therapy, bitch. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm just like, oh, God. Oh. Um, yeah. So I don't, but I don't know what'll help it. Uh, it's easy but... enough to just swerve it, isn't it? Like, just yeah. Do... It's not like everyone's there are chewing some, gum. I think some mental health issues where that it is, it actually is sort of much easier to just go well, i'll just avoid that rather yeah. than almost rather than almost medicalize it and try and get too oh, much I help a lot of times i think there is some like you know if somebody's got a phobia that, yeah. of spiders a chronic phobia of spiders just don't you know just try and avoid ever or going heights I, just don't I, get, go up high. I get that but sometimes you're put in positions where like well like for, i was coming back from cardiff and the, there were supposed to be 10 
carriages to the train there was only five so all those people had to like squeeze onto five carriages yeah yeah and you know people were standing and somebody was chewing gum around me and so like for two hours i had to look down with my noise canceling headphones yeah, 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 yeah. and like it really does kind of get in the way of and life. you can't really say to them can you stop that you can but like people don't get it and it's almost no. have you ever done that before to a stranger yeah. Um, <laughs> can you stop that now? Because it it's almost an impossible thing to sell to somebody who doesn't know the idea that without it sounding like you're saying, look, can you just stop chewing? Like, yeah. it's, it's going to be such a hard thing to get across that this is actually a real I remember problem. sniffing once and a woman passed me a tissue. I had headphones in, so I didn't, probably didn't <laughs> oh, know that I was sniffing. It's probably a real gross one as well. I was well. like all hung over and yeah. that. Like, and she just passed uh, me a tissue. I think a noise might have been annoying her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. I, I understood that. I hate that, it. But I never actually did it. <laughs> One time I was in an Uber and with Rialina. And so because she's used to, I think her kids, um, she's used to this sort of, she has no problem asking. She asked the Uber driver to stop chewing gum because I had misophonia. And yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't yeah. want, I don't want this. I don't want this sort of interaction with people. Yeah. Um, what about, have masks that's confident of her? Because with masks, have they helped? So, with the situation weirdly with me like because i can still people i can still see their their face moving underneath it's what? moving too it's not just Did the you ever get any just, trauma is it any chewing what are they chewing other foods other foods are fine and i'm trying to figure out why because it's because house. it's ne it's the never-endingness of um yes i think and yeah. that's what i came up with i think it's because it's going to end i know that You're that welcome. will end <laughs> Thank yeah. You. So, but is there a way of like, you know, because obviously, if we land, Maria, it's gonna end. If they're gonna, if the they're wearing a mask, gonna go. then and they're die. chewing, then obviously the assumption, your assumption is, do you jump to it's got to be chewing gum or? Can My first you thing of... is, is that gum, and then if oh, I see right. some food in their hand, I feel better. Right. So you need to see evidence it's something else. What if yeah. it's a big oh, wow. a spit? That that would makes me vomit oh, if like someone's got spit on their mouth. Oh, yeah. me too. That's oh, the I worst. That. Well, I could good. literally go. Yeah, we talked about. I could make myself heave thinking about times <laughs> that I've seen yeah. that. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. Like yeah. white bits on mouth and stuff. Get, yes. Oh, my Lord. Oh, it's disgusting. I, I don't think that's misophonia for me, but it is just disgusting. Yeah. Oh, it's I've got, do you know, um, comedian Chris Martin, his, <laughs> his wife, Hannah, she has a, like, a proper phobia of uh, vomit, like to the point of discussing it, talking about like, any, any reference to it. She it, like just sends her off. Like I, I was, she once saw my Edinburgh show, and, and everyone was vomiting. Yeah, it was one. It was a show where I got us all to vomit into each other's mouths at the end. Um, it was no, a new it, bit. <laughs> no, but I had a quite a long protracted story. It was about doing ayahuasca, Julian. Oh yeah. And it was about the vomiting being part of the process, and the vomiting right, is a recurring theme in a story, and it's a twenty-minute story. And I started it and remembered she was in the back of the room and I had to stop the show and say to her, look, this is going to be about 20 minutes long, so cover your ears and I'll let you know <laughs> when it's leave, over. Don't leave, cover yeah, your yeah. Ears. Well, no, she was at the back and it was fine. And I just had to explain to the audience that this is a genuine phobia, so I've got to actually give a trigger warning for a story about vomiting. <laughs> and then she covered her ears and I told. And once the story was over, I told her to come back have, into the... Into have you the, already talked about ayahuasca here on the podcast? I want to hear about, like, what, did yeah, you end up... You have we've done it. Yeah, we I bumped into it. our yeah, shaman yeah. the other day at the skate park. Yeah. Is he still doing any of that business? Yeah, well into it, yeah. Okay, I might have to drop him a line, weirdly. Somebody yeah. asked me <coughs> last week if I could put them in touch with somebody about doing yeah. it. He drove past me and Ren and and I said to him, have you got your skateboard? Because I wanted to... Sh he's a pro skateboarder, and he's, like, shit hot on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just showing Ren all these tricks, and that. It was cool. It's very, but... very good. 
He's well into it, yeah. Um, but Still. yeah, we've done. We've, have you ever done any of that stuff, Maria? Uh, I've done mushrooms, but right. I was seventeen and I was. Are at they a the ones you chew? <laughs> no, <I don't>. <laughs> <laughs> what, what mushrooms just for like fun? So they were. They were. Uh, what? That's why most people do them, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they were in um, quesadillas, for and work. I was at a festival. <laughs> I had to do it for my job. <laughs> Back I had to do some filing, some accounting, and some mushrooms. <laughs> so you're at a festival. That's the only way to get through filing. Yeah. 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 Um, and I don't think I realized how much. I knew they had mushrooms in it, like shrooms, but I didn't know how much. And I had a really bad time. I just. Yeah. I ended up in the fetal position in my tent the whole night. Yeah. And, like, and then you did mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> then I was way better. And I just uh, danced the night away. It's, well, you were um, at a festival, were you? Yeah. That's not a great first uh, location, I'd say, for mushrooms. It could be. I mean, it depends on the... I don't want to be around loads of strangers on mushrooms. No. I just, Everyone's yeah. faces look weird, don't Everything they? Everything just... Yeah, you know. I couldn't. It was too much. It was too much yeah, sensory. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I just stayed in my tent and like curled into a fetal position. And I kept asking what time it was. So like before, as they were kicking in, I was like, what time is it? And then someone told me, and I was like, what time is it? And then I just kept asking. And well, yeah, because time know. slows to the point where it's... It's so frustrating, especially if you're having a bad experience on them. Time it's just a fucking ordeal, man, if you have a bad experience. Yeah. Yeah. And Brutal. then they got up and walked away from me, like, angry at me. Yeah. And then I think that's how I viewed the rest vibe. of the world. <laughs> totally. <laughs> bringing them down. That's, that's how I viewed the rest of the world for the rest Maybe of the Maybe they weren't angry, was though. Because mad at me. Because you yeah. can misread things like that as well, can't you, on mushrooms? Oh, yeah, and... I'm no, sure. They, I might have. They told you the next day they were angry at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right oh, yeah. Ruining the festival. They said we are angry at you. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean ayahuasca is that, but by design. Do you know what I mean? Mushrooms actually, if that's a bad trip on mushrooms, is lying in the fetal position. Whereas ayahuasca, it's sort of, if it, it, you know, the best case scenario, if you really do go into the deep shit, you're in the fetal position basically. So it's it's almost oh. like the sort of two extreme ends of the one is it that's mushrooms going bad, that's ayahuasca going really well. Ooh, mm. okay. So, but do you think do you think it had a permanent effect on you? I'll just ask that. I think so. Yeah, I think okay. definitely. Yeah, definitely. You can I, resolve I stuff is. with them, and you can see different perspectives on them, and yeah, learn and from that to take that. into the real world. Okay. Yes. So it's very. I'm gonna buy some. <laughs> uh, kind of do now. <laughs> I would. I don't. Yeah, but I. Yeah, but that's that's being, that being said, that could be different for every person. Like you know, everyone has a different experience on it. Some people would oh, do yeah. it. I know people that have done it, and I know especially things like DMT is probably even more of an extreme case. I know people that have done DMT and only had a negative experience. So, oh, I, I thought DMT was the same. Um, no, D DMT, DMT is, is way more intense and like shorter, and, short. and you smoke it, so it's just a media as yeah. as the smoke goes in. But I um I didn't enjoy DMT. The no, smell a, of it you is had a rough terrifying. Time on that. Yeah, yeah. Even the times that I did it kind of on my own in a nice like a plan like it was just we it's just too heavy yeah i mean it's fucking it's terrifying yeah yeah yeah. Huh. what did it smell like Should we get some it it's, smells it like smells. burn it smells like this horrible dmt world you go to and it's it, like, it's, it's just very pungent yeah earthy but like yeah 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 it does stink actually that's something i can still really remember that smell from scary the time shit, I did man. It. 
but yeah, it is. You know, there's not there are not things to be messed. I with, might though. do it again though. Like just, <laughs> I don't know why because I'm stupid. Like, I forget how but how horrible it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Let's um, all do it again and report back. So let's all. I'll do streams we'll again. We'll I'll give streams another chance. Yeah. We'll do <laughs> um, we should start wrapping things up. We've been chatting. For, it's flown by. Um, but um, one thing I saw you did you tweet a thing saying you're recording an album. Oh, yeah. I am recording on uh, Monday, August 30th uh, at the Bill Murray. So I'm nice. recording my my debut comedy album. And uh, comedy albums aren't really done here, are they? No. And I'd love it. I, I think they're much nicer to listen it's a good to. Idea, than what, though, I don't, people... much prefer listening to an album than watching a special. Just I think they because, will be yeah. done here soon. Yeah. Because I yeah. think um, if you, you know, I, yeah, I'm much, but basically, if I'm not in the room, I always feel like there's a divide between, like, if I watch a special, I'm always a bit like, oh, everyone in the room sounds like they're having fun. And I feel like I'm not, can't fully enjoy it. Whereas if I listen to a special, I feel like I'm sort of there. If there's too much yeah. interaction and crowd work and you're not there, I think that's harder, well, isn't it? Jokes, but if it's like, bits yeah. and material and jokes, I, still I can struggle still kind on, of watch yeah, it. Yeah, I, I always feel like a slight divide between me and it. So like, that's it's, why I like albums. Yeah. So it's I not do, just I, an audio, it's a video. Um, I'm doing video too, but just in case, like I might throw it on YouTube. Um, yeah, yeah. at some point you know like Liz Liz has put up some of her stuff on YouTube and it's gotten it's done really well so yeah yeah um, it's time for me to like I need to put my stuff out there because I've been doing comedy for so long and I just I have like 30 second clips yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, for yeah. reels but I need to put something like substantial out so I'm just going to do this and move on from that material so the, yeah Good so night. that's on is it uh, um, a show or is it like a best of material no it's just sort of like old like all my all my jokes it's best of yeah, yeah so there's no like there's no lesson there's no like overall theme it's just you know, and at the end you just cry <laughs> yeah yeah it's not an end for a show <laughs> yeah yeah have you I'm talked sure about we... that on stage i have and people have like like whistled or like you know right tried to upset that's, me but, yeah. but that's but the but problem I, isn't it side. talking about it people think it's funny to start chewing you did you did that. i know and i stopped <laughs> though because i know like it's it's even worse when people are doing it on purpose um yeah, yeah. and then but, but on the flip side a lot of people go oh my god i have that or oh my god my roommate has that or my you know sister or somebody has it and um then they know what it's called yeah yeah. yeah. and then, then the more people who know what it is the less explaining i have to do when i'm asking yes. an uber driver to stop chewing gum <laughs> yeah but cool but you're recording it on the 30th yes the 30th bill murray and angel cool. in london Lovely. 6 and 8 p.m and Excellent. tickets on their website angelcomedy.co.uk cool um Safe. right we should wrap this up this has been okay. lovely and fun yeah. people have learned about new things and julian any any admin we need to do um thanks to our new patrons <laughs> cool god bless, <laughs> god bless. Uh, maria thanks for coming on thanks for having uh, everyone me. can find you online as well just on social medias at maria shahada almost across the board yeah cool all right wicked all right thanks for listening everyone thank you and we'll speak to you next time Bye. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to die of AIDS in an alleyway. <laughs>